When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. So I get by with a little help from my friends. So before you made your statements that it never happened in 2019, did you or anyone on your staff reach out to anyone at Berggraf Goodman? I didn't have to reach out to anybody because it didn't happen. Um, and and by the way, if it did happen, it would have been reported within minutes. Talking about going to a major floor, probably, I assume, the most important floor, uh, a major floor in a major department store that's a very busy store, by the way, and checkout counters and everything else. And I would be in there. I mean, it's the most ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous, disgusting story. It was just made up. Birthday right here to Dave Gahan. He's the lead singer of this great band, Depeche Mode. Still love this song. Enjoy the silence by Depeche Mode. Don't forget, this time tomorrow morning, this exact time tomorrow morning, the voice you just heard, President Trump, will be on with me. That was Trump's depot video that Takapina used in the court. Yesterday they wrapped it up, they summed it up. The jury has that case today. Takapina will not come on. With me until there's a verdict. We spoke about three times yesterday. But a man that was in court watching Takapina do his job. And by the way, Takapina did text me right afterwards and said, Sid, in my lengthy career, that was the best summation I've ever done. Now, now, I got to worry about the Billy Bush tape. I got to worry about prejudice. But he said, Sid, that was the best summation I've ever done. And this great defense attorney, Arthur Idala was there to see it, so let's get his opinion. Was that the best summation you've ever seen any other attorney ever do? No, no, and I think Joe's caught up a little bit in the emotion, not because of because of the judge. The judge was so restrictive on him. I mean, Joe was not allowed to move away from the podium. You know, Joe and I were both trained in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office where you walk around the courtroom, you create drama, you create excitement, you're entertaining. This judge made it clear, like, Joe's hands could not leave the podium. So unlike his typical presentations of the past, 
where, you know, he's more engaging. He's going right up to the rail and leaning in and talking to the jurors. Here he had to be staying. He was, like, locked into that podium. Oh, hold on. Let me stop you for a second. Now, now, can I ask you? I know George Kaplan's a bit of a pain in the ass, but why? Well, why would he do that? A bit. I, Sid, I have no idea. It's control. It's power. These guys, I mean, even at one point, uh, Joe was making a point that, you know, his – the crux of Joe's summation was there was a Law and Order episode having a woman, and, and in the episode, check off three boxes. There is a rape, four boxes. There is a rape, box one. It takes place in Bergdorf Goodman, box two. Wow. It takes place in the lingerie department, box three. Wow. And the actual act takes place in the changing room what? in Bergdorf Goodman, in the lingerie department. So Joe is really hitting home with this. This is towards the end of his summation. And the judge, and they object for really no reason except to throw Joe off. And the judge goes, sustain. And which means, you know, move on, Mr. Tacitino. And then Joe, as he should, continues. And the judge goes, one more time, Mr. Tacopina, one more time. Which basically means you do it again. I'm going to make you sit down and end your summation. Well, let me ask sure. you this. Was Tacopina, the judge is, sounds like a real jerk. I'm sorry. I can say that. I'm not he, Trump he, or Tacopina. Was, no, no, no. no. I listen, he, he, by all accounts, for people, I only saw, whatever, six hours yesterday. People have been there from beginning to end, made it very clear that the judge has his fingers on the scales of justice against Donald Trump. Right. It's that all bias. It's all bias. It was, it's it not everyone right. Everyone who watched the whole trial. Yeah. So, so was Tacopina. When he brought up this law and order thing, and it is pretty ironic, it checks all four boxes. Was Takapina making the argument that they got this story from that law and order episode Correct. or just how yeah. eerily similar it was? No, 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 no. But basically, that law and order episode is in 2012, and she doesn't come out with her stuff until, I think, 2016, 2017. Wow. So Joe was basically saying this woman who had fallen off from being a celebrity herself, et cetera, uh, was so desperate for attention and so desperate to recreate herself, she made up this whole story. And, um, you know, look, he had some very good points. He had some text messages, some details, uh, some emails that, that seemed to hurt her. Now, on the flip well, side... By the way, now, 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 now looking, uh, hearing what you just said, Artie, it may have been a good idea for Joe Tacopina. Forget about having Donald Trump in the courtroom. How about Dick Wolf? <laughs> Well, uh, well, no one, no one really uh, denied that that episode existed. The whole issue, and the reason why Judge Kaplan was all twisted, was whether she actually saw it. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into yeah. those details. Joe's question too hard to the accuser was: Are you aware that there was a Law and Order episode uh, with the same facts as yours? And she answers: Yes, I'm aware. Ooh. So Joe, Joe was spinning it like she saw the actual episode. And Judge Kaplan said, well, you don't know if she saw it. She just answered, I'm aware that that episode is Oh, exists. please. So that was the whole fight was, I mean, and it, you know, it got nasty. I can see how uh, Judge Kaplan could. I, I, the reason why I said it wasn't Joe's best summation, it's, that was an impossible place to give your best summation because the judge had you so handcuffed and so confined in what you could do. With that being said, the prosecutor, the prosecutor, the plaintiff summed up for an hour and a half. She was very thorough, very uh, prof- like professorial, like a professor. Joe summed up for two and a half hours. I will tell you, not because he's my buddy, but Joe's time went by a lot faster mm. than her time. She had to be so boring. Yeah. Uh, by the way, did, what, two what, jurors did, sleeping. Two jurors were sleeping during. They were sleeping. Wow. Now, now, did she have the same 
uh, rules as Joseph had. It probably wouldn't matter to her because she sounds boring, but she Correct. couldn't move in there. Right. No, no, no. Well, well, yeah, but what you just said, it probably it really didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, let me let me tell you what this big gotcha moment, though, for Trump. And it was all – it had nothing to do with Joe, right? In the deposition, which they showed clips of the, of President Trump, there's a picture of Donald Trump with – his first wife is Ivanka, right? Um or Ivana. Ivana is his first wife. Uh, so it's P- Donald Trump and his wife, and then the victim here, the, the alleged victim, and her husband, John Johnson, who was a uh, ABC News reporter. And Trump in the deposition, after saying, I would never do this with E. Jean Carroll because she's not my type, yeah. he then points out in the picture the woman, E. Jean Carroll, and identifies her as Marla Maple. He goes, that's my wife, Marla Maple. Oh. And then they correct him, like, really? And his own lawyer, Trump's own lawyer, corrects him, the woman who did the deposition. And I'm going to tell you, since I just heard, uh, you know, you and and, and your friend uh, talking about which girls you want to fool around with, (laughs) in this this particular picture, E. Jean Carroll, this has got to be 30 years ago. She's beautiful. Well, that's she looks what, like a well, I, I know. Wait, her, her attorney did say, I know Eugene Carroll's attorney said, when Donald Trump says she's not my type, he's lying. And I guess the story you that's just true. told that's makes that's that true. true. Yeah. Yeah, they totally busted him. I mean, and, and Sid, objectively speaking, in this one particular photo, that's the only one I saw, she's, she's really stunningly like American, beautiful. Um, look, you know, my prediction here. Is I, I believe they have to have nine jurors. Nine jurors are going to deliberate, and nine jurors have to be unanimous. Uh, Joe told me that as, as I was walking out of the uh, courtroom. I was like nine. I said I never heard of nine. I heard of six and twelve. He goes, No, here it's nine. I don't know if t- nine people are going to be able to agree on this. Both sides made some very excellent points, and I think it's going to be very hard to walk. Because so, E. Jean Carroll's sitting there the whole time. She was right there yesterday in the front row. I think it's going to be very hard for nine people to tell her, we think you're full of crap. Um, but I also think it's going to be very hard for nine people to just let Trump off the hook on this. I wouldn't be shocked because the, pro- the plaintiff's lawyer kept saying, this isn't about money. This isn't about money. And in a civil case, a car accident, you pull up a ladder, they usually ask you for money. Please give him a million dollars, five hundred thousand dollars, five million. She didn't say anything about money. She said, "I'll let you decide what amount of money she deserves." But this is not about money. This is about her name and her reputation. So, said they could come back and say, "Yes, we found Donald Trump liable, and we're awarding her one dollar." And uh, she'd be happy with that. She just wants to make an example. Yeah, I, don't, of I, don't, Trump I don't know how. I don't know how happy her lawyers would be. <laughs> yeah. They just worked for two years for free, but they yeah. seem to have a lot of money. But um, it was it was interesting being there. It was there was you know the media presence was enormous, and uh, you know both sides did what they needed to do. And now it's up to the jury. The judge is going to charge them right now. Here's what could be awesome for you, Sid, and I'm not joking. Civil verdicts typically come back relatively quickly. Yeah. Compared to criminal verdicts, imagine there's a verdict tomorrow, like <laughs> late. I mean today, today late in the day, and you got Trump on as your first guest well, after it, the verdict. You know, tomorrow. it's funny you say that, that because. Yeah, what? I got an email from Margot in Trump's office yesterday. She sent me this really nice picture that she wants me to use if I post anything on social media of President Trump. It's a very regal picture. And she said, hey, do me a favor, send me the topics. So I I sent her, I said, you know, I'm I'm really, really friendly, best friends with Joe Tacopina for 45 years. She goes, we're aware. I said, can I talk about that? She said, yes. They don't really want me talking about the specifics 
of any of the cases, although I can bring them up in general terms. In other words, you know, are you going to be able to, you know, to ascend to the presidency with all this going on, something like that? But they don't want to be talking about Bragg, per se, or James, or specifics of these cases. But if this well, verdict does his, come that's back. In his, that's in his best interest. You right, realize that's right, of course. Anything he says to you could be used at Of trial. course. But if this comes back, the verdict, uh, before he's on 8.05 tomorrow morning, I know Trump, he's going to want it. If he wins, he's oh, going to yeah, go yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, at that point, at that point, it's more, I mean, there'll be an appeal. Either side will appeal. But, yeah, I mean, you should definitely talk about it. Are you kidding me? That'll be one of the exclusive. You'll be, it'll what be if he loses? Exclusive. What if he loses? Either way, what do you think? He's not going to have plenty to say if he loses? <laughs> he's going to say, I mean, look, here, here's what Takapina said. He goes, you may hate Donald Trump, but do not bring the wheels of justice to a grinding halt based on your personal preference for another human being. You have to look at him like he's just another John Doe and ask them, ask yourself, did these people prove that John Doe committed these acts in Bergdorf Goodman that day, or is it just an unbelievable story? Mm. So he, he, Joe addressed it heads on. Yeah. You may hate Donald Trump, but that does not mean you, you, should, you should rule against him. So it's, and if Trump loses, you know he's going to come on. The system is fixed. It's a broken system. And that's why I have to be president. I'll fix the system. Right. You can write the script. You can yeah. write the whole script. And I would not recommend asking him about John McCain as much as I love him. <laughs> yeah, no, that ain't coming up now. There's some yeah. other stuff going on yeah. out there. Yeah. So it, it, everyone's on verdict watch. I mean, the judge will charge the jury around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Uh, that'll take about 45 minutes. And then they go into the room and they sit there by themselves and start talking it out. And as I said, typically civil cases, the verdict comes back that day. Mm. Um, because no one's going to jail. This is just about writing a check. And they didn't give what they would normally do. Like, God forbid, Sid, if you got seriously injured at the radio station and now you're going to miss three years of work, they say, okay, Sid made – they have an economist. Sid made X amount of dollars. He's missing this amount of money. He would have done these commercials. He missed that amount of money. And you've got to do all of this math. They didn't present the jury with any math. So it's really did Trump do it or didn't Trump do it? And then if he did do it – they come up with some arbitrary figure. She gets a, a dollar, a million dollars, $10 million. So it should, there's no reason for them to take a, an extraordinary amount of time unless they can't be unanimous. And now they're fighting in there, and they're fighting amongst themselves, which, you know, you never know. What great insight, Arthur. I, I can't thank you enough, man. You have been so valuable, the Bragg stuff. Now this stuff with Takapina, I can't begin to thank you. Quickly, in the last 30 seconds, do you think uh, the grand jury will convene this week, too, in this nearly penny matter? My my understanding is they're going to convene, and here's where the district attorney himself has to use judgment. You can put you can put witnesses into a grand jury, but you have control as the DA what charges you give them. So he should not be asking them to vote out a murder in the second degree, which is an intentional or depraved act. He should not be asking them for manslaughter in the first degree. The top, top count under any circumstances maybe should be manslaughter in the second degree, which is a reckless act, which the guy can get probation on. But more likely than not, this should be what's called, under the worst-case scenario, a criminally negligent homicide. In other words, once he was, the guy was subdued, he should have let go of his neck and figured something else out. I know that's a lot easier said than done. But my fear is that Bragg overcharges the case because the likes of Al Sharpton, et cetera, are really putting their putting, – uh, they're choking Alvin Bragg and telling him what to do. And I hope he has the, the intestinal fortitude to say, no, 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 that's not what this set of facts – 
uh, dictates, yeah. and I'm only going to charge him with the lesser crime. We should, he's got great lawyers. Uh, just so you know, the Tom Kniff and Steve Reiser, I know both of them. I've worked with them. They're, uh, they're both military guys. They're both former prosecutors, and they know their stuff. So he's in good hands. Yeah, but the truth is, and we got a break here, we've seen it before with Bragg. He didn't want to charge Trump, and he received some undue pressure from folks. Next thing you know, Trump's in a courthouse in lower Manhattan. Same thing here. He probably doesn't want to charge this guy, but when his friends get to him, he's going to do it. He's already set the precedent of, you can pressure me into doing it. I know you got to go, but, Sid, you know, it's interesting. What's he going to charge the people who stop the subways? What's he going to charge the people oh. who stop traffic in the street? You know, if he just gives them a little like, oh, no big deal, here's a desk appearance ticket, and then your case is going to be dismissed, shame on him. Because it's one thing to protest. It's another thing to shut down the city and bring the economy over here uh, to a halt and just screw up our lives. So let's see if justice is equal, if the scales of justice weigh equally. I got my fingers crossed, but I'm not hopeful. I'm with you, Artie. Uh, I'm both, by the way. Great job again today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk again very soon. You're the best. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Be well. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. There he is. Uh, what a great attorney and an even better friend. I love him. Arthur Idala, a great radio guest. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.